Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Yeah, let's go. Final hour of the program tonight. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon, here live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As the big voice guy said, Kerry Rhodes in for Jason Smith tonight. We got our... uh, Jets fact of the hour. Oh, man. See, I said of the hour because, I mean, maybe we get one more from Steve DeSager uh, in hour number four. About Kerry Rhodes with me here, all pro Jets uh, and played with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, Louisville, proud alum. That that photo, just it just warmed the heart, though. I mean, (laughs) signing day photo, proud, you know? Yeah. Family and everything there. It's good stuff, man. That that photo is actually really funny because, um, obviously, I, I I look at it. I still I see me I see that little kid I know that I know what that guy's thinking, that guy's thinking, I'm about to go to Louisville, I'm about to play quarterback, I'm about to play on the on the basketball team as well with Denny Crom and I had all these different ideas of what was about to happen and mm-hmm. and, and and how dominant I was going to be from day one and you know all the things that you think about as a a high school superstar going to college and you know you think it's going to be easy and all the things I went into. I went to school, and I was a a, a a skinny kid. So I was. I'm telling this story live for you guys to hear. But I was six three, a whopping one eighty, playing quarterback, walking into the collegiate level, and remember just walking in that door for the first time and seeing these guys in this orientation. And we had this other freshman there. You know, all the freshmen got together, and you had this meeting. And I saw this one freshman. We all introduce ourselves. I'm Kerry Rhodes. I'm from Alabama, whatever. And this guy was like, I'm Robert McCune, <laughs> and I'm from the military. And he was, and we're all in the freshman class, and he was like 6'2", 250. Yoked. And he- I mean, like like a grown man. But he was, but he was 21 years man. old. <laughs> it's funny, so it right? So threw me off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ready for this, Mom. No, I was laughing the other day, right? So my daughter's playing on her, <laughs> on her high school soccer squad. Uh, she's playing varsity. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. The, the kid getting up and getting her chance. And before her game, I'm watching the end of uh, one of the boys' games, and I'm like, that guy looks like he's 35. Exactly. Running, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, 
your perspective and look, I, I just crossed that 50 barrier. So that recognition yeah. and trying to figure out where that age gradient is from 18 to say yeah. 25, it's tough. And then the next 10 and, and you go on, it's like trying to gauge like, nah, I don't. but I'm watching these guys run around. It's like, and you got some of the high yeah. schoolers and they, they look like they're 12. And then you've got some of these other guys that are running around. They they look like they're you know from the cast of nine hundred two one zero where they were twenty nine playing seventeen. Mike, I saw that guy and went, I saw him and I was like, I'm not ready for this. How guy. many more of these guys are walking around this place? <laughs> like I knew right away. You, you saw the picture. I looked like a kid. No, he was well, a grown man. <laughs> but that's just it. You would have been eighteen years old, seventeen years old. You yeah. should have looked like a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of kids, you know who look like kids tonight. I do. The JV team of the Los Angeles Chargers in that Thursday night football game. An absolute shellacking at the hands of the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, the juggernaut that is held scoreless. How (laughs) How many shutouts do we get on average in an NFL season? What, seven? Eight. Yeah, shut out. That's about it. They're rare. Like normally you at least get the pity field goal up there. Exactly. To, you know, save yourself the shame. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, not every team has old super toe from Aubrey from the from the Cowboys. And right. if people don't understand super toe. There was a line of toys back in you know when I was a kid. You know, not all electronics. This was you had a field goal kicker. You had the basketball set shot guy. You had a slap shot <laughs> hockey guy, uh, and then you had the one arm set shot basketball guy. And they were toys where you'd slam the guy's head and you know either kick the ball, shoot the ball, whatever. And super toe was the football line. Yeah. And you'd put your little makeshift. Uh, they give you the plastic uh, goalpost, and you'd move it, and then you'd slam him on the head, position the ball just right, spin it the right way, and, and then you'd slam it, and your hand would hurt. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for, for minutes thereafter, it's like, you're, and that's what Aubrey looks like to me with the Cowboys at this point. Let's see how far he can kick from sixty. Right. Nah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it's Sebastian Janikowski just tie the yep. the old Raiders in yep. uh, what they used to do to him. They had him and Leckler, and not a whole lot of talent for a while. Absolutely, but I want to know what your uh, your success rate was with the steel toe. Oh, it was terrible. It was bad. Yeah, yeah, and it was anybody well, no, really good? Well, no, because we were like we all did the same things. Like, oh, that was great. You made the what, whatever, because you had the little rollout carpet of a football field marked off like oh they were God. ten <laughs> yards or whatever. It was That's like funny. maybe like six inches, eight inches, whatever. But you you do that and you're like, nah, I'm bored. And so you want to really. Slam the hell out of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And then also like, oh my hand. <laughs> well, let's 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 graduate. Let's let's be happy that we were able to uh, improve on those. No, that's right. <laughs> no, we did a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now, I tell you what, though, I would love one of those in an original box. Oh, of I'm course. not kidding. Yeah. Between that and the old rod hockey games, I mean uh-huh. that's as good as it gets. Yep. If I could find a, an original bubble hockey, go back U.S. Versus Soviet Union yes. with the anthems and uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. Those are a pretty penny though, yep. and I don't have the space for it right now. Uh, but. Sixty three twenty one is your final. That's right. Is is to get down to to the basics here. Defensive touchdowns and, and really a Chargers team. You know, like Easton Stick, the numbers might look good, right? Turnovers were awful. The first half was an absolute abject failure, as we've chronicled throughout the night when we're talking about record setting and franchise records. Forty two nothing at halftime, uh, and finally you, you get on the board. Highest scoring Thursday night game in history, etc. But you look like a, a team that had no desire to be playing football. Yeah, like oh, our quarterback broke his finger. We're done. 
Meanwhile, you've got Max Crosby telling everybody who will listen, yeah, we're not we're not throwing the towel in on the season. We got four more games. Right. You know, individually and as a team to prove something. And mathematically, they're still alive. They are. Right? And that's the the beauty and the misery of this NFL season. Right? Mediocrity, parody. Mm-hmm. We can we can fight about meanings and and how glass half full, glass half empty right. when it comes to this NFL season. But for the Raiders, they went out and played. For the Chargers, they looked like a team that had had abandoned, you know, caution. Abandoned whoever ship. comes through, abandon all hope. <laughs> yeah, no, the Chargers looked like they were done. And again, they aren't. They are over that situation. You can tell, uh, head coaching. You know, once you start, once 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 it starts to become like it's mute, like nothing he's saying is translating or correlating to them getting any better. That's the telltale sign, right? With the with the Raiders, they obviously like Antonio Pierce, and they're playing hard for him, and they're going to continue to play that way. And again, I I think it's going to be interesting. The last three games they have, I mean, I know they got the Chiefs. They have who else do they have? They have the Chiefs, the Broncos, and who else? They have one more game in there for the Raiders. Yeah, for they the Raiders. Have the Chiefs, Chiefs, Broncos, the Broncos. Got to pull that page back up. Yeah, yeah. You caught me off guard. No, I don't have it that. all memorized. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it is the Chiefs, the Broncos, and sandwiched in between your Gardner Minshew-led Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, it's those are games that obviously those teams are are in the playoffs or on, on or in the hunt for the playoffs, and so I think they can, I think they can compete in all three of those games, and I think they can win them. So who knows? So on the Raiders' side, you're you're fighting in that back of the playoff picture. Yep. Look, which is much more than I would have anticipated, mm-hmm. right? I had them last in the division Did you? with yep. Denver being just ahead. I didn't think Denver, like, first six weeks of the season, they looked like the, more of the team. I expected a little bit of chaos. Peyton and yep. Russ not necessarily on the same page. And I don't necessarily think they they are. Because offensively, they're not. I, don't, I, I yeah. don't think it's nearly as clean mm-hmm. as the box score may look at yeah. at times. Yeah. And Jerry Judy is, whatever he's doing out there, is still a whole problematic thing. But Cortland Sutton is a player, and yep. that defense has really come together these last four or five weeks. But... For the Chargers, mentioned they're they're kind of going through the motions, coach dis, disbelief, yeah, uh, and all of that malcontentedness to a degree, the anxiousness of the end of the season. So let's hear from Brandon Staley when asked oh. about his job and everything rolling around in Chargerland. I know that what I've done here for three years, and I know what I put into this, and you know I know that we're capable of going. Uh, I know the type of coach that I am. I believe in myself. But again, this isn't about me. This is about a, a group that's hurting in there. We got to get some rest, and we got to get ready for Buffalo. Why do you still believe that guys still believe in you that you can go back in there and, and lead this yeah. team to whatever the rest of the season? Yeah, is? you'll you'll go talk to the guys after this, and you'll you'll be able to hear from them. And I know these guys really well. So sold and trying to sell you, they got my back. Yeah, that's what he just said. I'm really curious. They know what he <laughs> to see. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, there's the politically correct answer. We still have a couple of weeks to talk positively. We're still saying all the right things. Right. And then as soon as it's 1-2-3 Cancun after the last game, maybe we start getting a little more honesty out of guys towards the end of the year. Oh, you know how that goes. Right? Yeah. Because right now, I mean, we've seen more of it this year than I, I, I think I remember from NFL locker rooms and coaches and everything in terms of leakage leakage but i mean from their own lips not the sources or whatever else guys actually kind of talking through i mean look at pittsburgh it's a mess 
when you look at the wide receivers and Johnson and and, and Pickens, Pickens yeah. and and but look at and what they've done on the field and some of their how should we say effort or lack thereof oh, man. at times. Yeah. But they've owned every bit of it. Like yeah, you know, it's like what? Wait, what? Like. <laughs> It's not not necessarily excuse making, but kind of going down, you know, just hey, I'll tell you, you know, hey, I should have done this, and but I didn't, right? So get over it, kind of thing. <laughs> like, okay, let's move on. And coaches, including Brandon Staley, that famous meltdown a couple of weeks ago, calling out all the fumbles and drops, and rightly so. But normally, right. it's still a ball security has to be an issue. Not well, and Keenan drop one. And that fumble from Austin, I mean, that, I mean, and then Quentin, I mean, come on, you know, the, which we all know was the case, but you own it as the coach. And then, and then he got very defensive when asked about his defensive coaching, which again, led, they played pretty well. And then when they needed a stop, guess what? Ta-da! They couldn't get a stop. Yeah, they couldn't stop. And Jordan Love did his thing back in that game against Green Bay. But I, I mean, I, it's not lying if you believe it's true to steal from the old George Costanza. So you think these guys are still playing hard for you? I think he should probably fast forward through the first half of this game then. Yeah. this. I mean, and the crazy part about this game is this is one of those games that you wouldn't normally flush, right? Uh, we probably wouldn't watch the film, watch the whole game of, of this or, or watch the film of this game because obviously we, we just, we know what happened. And, um, uh, and they're also playing in the middle of the week. So a lot of times these games would get glossed over and kind mm-hmm. of just flushed, right? You wouldn't even go back down that hole. But I don't know if he can afford to do that. And who knows how much time he really has left here. So I think the course of action for him would be to really go through this, process what this is, and actually have real meaningful conversations about the effort and the execution because it, none of that was there. So if those players are really behind you, they'll sit through that meeting and you'll get through that and have some construct, con, constructive time together and maybe even have a chance to to mend and heal relationships along the way because he's not going to be there after this year. But there's a, a sense of if you're the leader of this team, which he is still right now, he's still the head coach, having those meaningful connections having those conversations about what we just saw, I mean, that was a terrible display of effort by them. And so to have those conversations and talk those things through can really do wonders for him as a man and as a leader, but also those guys in the room. Yeah, it's just tough watching watching the game as it it started to unfold. They just looked a step and a half slower. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not talking margins. We're talking (laughs) receivers running past them on pretty simple routes. Mm-hmm. Even short and intermediate routes that you don't normally get that level of separation, right? And these are also ran and look, they're all NFL athletes. I take nothing away from it, but we have to rank them somehow. Yeah, these were guys that weren't scaring you. You got Devonte Adams, and Jacoby Myers has had a nice career. He's, he's good, yeah. but you made a bunch of other guys in that receiving core look really good all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think um, again, I didn't see the whole game. I was I was traveling over, but. Seeing the beginning of the game, seeing how easily the Raiders were moving the ball up and down the field after what they displayed last week, obviously a lot on the Chargers. But I also think the Raiders came in with a purpose, obviously, as well, because they hadn't played well, and so they had something to prove. And the Chargers, we already were kind of coming into this game thinking their season was done anyway. 
But I think again, the Raiders had more to prove, and they were the hungrier team, and that's and that's what. I saw watching this game. They came in with fight, no question yeah. about it. Uh, to start the game, three plays, seven yards, minute 27, punt from the Chargers, 12 plays, 68 yards of direction and purpose, 523, touchdown, yeah. Raiders. Next Charger possession, four plays, 21 yards, two minutes, fumble lost, Raiders, four plays, 42 yards, and the score. Oh, wait, the Chargers, there's a theme, or it's a pattern. Um, one play, four yards. Five seconds elapsed. Fumble! Mm. Three plays, 31 yards, just like that. It's 21 nothing. So you take take the fact that there's short fields and opportunities, right. and then the snowball got really big fast. Exactly. But at no point did there seem to be anything to stop the bleeding. <laughs> right? That there was a reset yeah. of, all right, we can't control that. Those are mistakes. Get past it. Clean it up. And... Just miserable, you know. the The Raiders they they did force you know punts on three straight possessions, but then you come back and give up three straight touchdowns or two, yeah, three straight touchdowns yeah. in subsequent possessions. So like, but the streakiness g- and like you you got completely outclassed in and, every way, shape, and form. And the thing about that also is where where are the Chargers' leaders? Who who are who's the leader on that team? It's a very I, good question. And so. Even with the money you spent on defense, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen wasn't playing, right? He wasn't playing. Joey Bosa's not playing. Wasn't Justin playing. Herbert's not playing. And so those would be probably the guys that you think about as your leaders. See, I would always, I would have always defaulted to Derwin James. I would guess so. I mean, he's probably the in terms he, he would have been the, the best and, player on, on right? out there right now with Bosa being out, right? About and uh, Mac as well. But Max, you know, Max a little older. But I would think Derwin James would be that guy or be the guy that's looked upon to be that guy. But it, three of your main guys, or I'm, I'm guessing, are their leaders or, or will be the the loudest voices in the room weren't even playing. So then you look at the guys that, that are there. If you get to a point where you're hit with a haymaker and you're down 21 nothing early, who's going to stop the bleeding there? Because I've never looked at Staley as that guy. He's always on the sideline looking confused. And so and I mean that I and I mean that with all sincerity. I don't see him no, ever right. ever step up and say anything or show any type of emotion on the field. So who is that guy? And I think that's probably a bigger question with that team because I think what that tells us is it's it's just not about talent. You gotta have guys in that locker room that can, you know, get the get the troops going when things go bad. Yeah, go back to Danny DeVito, right? He sang that famous song, there When the go. Going Gets Tough. There you go. The Tough Get Going. There you go. Great video with him, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. Back in the day, look it up. Uh, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up next, we're going to take a quick turn into the NBA, the fallout of the Draymond Green indefinite suspension. Steve Kerr got to the podium. And as always, I'd like to uh, pick apart a little bit of what Steve Kerr had to say. We'll do it next. He's Kerry Rose. I'm Mike Harmon, and this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? 
Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Go ahead, Special Mike. holiday, holiday, holiday season. <laughs> Dance party up in here. Yeah, he's talking about food. <laughs> DJ Alex Tyshirt talking about bringing everybody to some setting together. Said something about some yams, Mike. That's what he said. Well, there's always a buffet guy. in the back. <laughs> We're here in the entire act.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Kerry <laughs> Rhodes is in for Jason Smith tonight. Thanks for hanging out with us, being part of the extended family. However, you're listening, 400 affiliates nationwide, the iHeartRadio app. Take us wherever you go. Evangelize, tell the family and friends. It's the holidays, it's the giving season. Uh, please give generously uh, in terms of those links and the access to the brilliance uttered herein. Uh, in about a half hour from now, as we close up shop and and give way to Ben Mallard, the podcast will go up wherever you download your audio. Uh, rate it. Give it five stars. We'll love you forever. I may walk coast to coast. Go, uh, you know, full on Forrest Gump mm. and, and see if I can, A, grow my hair back like a, that again. I was about to say, yeah. I might need some product to help along. Yeah, so, we you talked know, about that off air. Men's health, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, all right, Steve Kerr, let's go to the NBA for a little bit. A lot of time in, in the NFL. But this Draymond Green suspension, you're a guy that played in between the white lines and obviously a cast of characters from the coaches to a lot of your teammates at all levels right. uh, up the ladder. And for Steve Kerr, his initial comments after the Draymond you know, incident with Nurkic was, well, I didn't see it. And immediately, you know, a hell of a player, all of that stuff, and obfuscating and kind of dancing down the road, which has been Steve's, Steve Kerr's MO with everything Draymond, mm-hmm. always. 
right? He's got great big issues with many different levels of society. For sure. But in his own locker room, it's always been the, you know, he's Draymond. It'll be okay, you know, obviously. This time, a little harder in the criticism and talking about the need to get help. You know, quote, to me, this is more about basketball. It's about helping Draymond, opportunity to step away, make a change in his approach. Again, maybe, and, and truthful, like, we, we want the guy to be okay. Yes. But at some point, it's that questioning of how much of it is the fear of you're losing your grip as an elite player. You're still pretty good in some aspects of the game, but you're being caught. Your team is bad, so you're frustrated. All these things kind of about maybe some personal stuff. Like I, I, you, yeah. you try to take it a holistic and try to be as reasonable as you can. There's still no excuse for giving a discus punch, Kerry Von Eric style, to a dude <laughs> in in a game, or stomping on a guy that's on the ground, oh or God. punching a guy, or yeah. like like all of these different things that he's done through time. Like it's not one time; it's not an isolated thing, and it's been dealt with with kid gloves. All the way through. Here's Steve Kirk, because he was responding to what he heard, and, and I hadn't even really seen this one, but I kind of agree with it. For anybody to question Steph Curry's leadership, um, it's it's actually um, it's kind of sickening to me. you know. And I saw some of that yesterday. It was disgusting. I'm talking about one of the finest human beings that I have ever been around. And uh, but that's the climate that we live in, and and these guys, um, it's part of part of all of this is just um, the climate we live in, and, and the the arrows that are you know slung at these guys, and the uh, the judgment, the criticism. Um, that's fine, um, but it's part of it, and it's not easy. We're all human beings, and. Um, so that's that's a big part of the job these days as a professional athlete. You have to deal with with everything, and you have to accept it. Um, but there are times when you kind of have to say, "Really? Like that's the angle you're going to take? You're going to question Steph Curry's leadership? Like really? So we're going to do that? Think about that. Think about that." Okay. Think, I've thought about, about it. it. Think about it. I've been thinking about it a lot. Think about it again. And this is not a new <laughs> criticism. Yeah. At least from our desk, Jason and I. It's something we've raised our hand on for a while because you got a veteran-laden team. We've talked about that yeah. throughout the night, right? The, the common uh, theme running from hour one through hour four is veteran leadership. Where does it come in? We're talking about the lack of it with the Chargers. Right. Yeah, you've got a couple of guys injured, but next man up isn't just next man up in terms of just physically being on the field. Right. Someone's got to be able to have a voice in that room. you got a lot of veterans. Likewise, we talk about the cultures and histories in mm-hmm. New England, Pittsburgh. See what it does? We, we wove a rich tapestry. It's not <laughs> haphazard here, people. But we get to this with Golden State, and yes, Bob Myers left. I get it. He's at the desk, so that's a guy who was a resource yeah. and a guy internally. Not to, Did they all lose his number? Did he say, don't call me? You're out? I, I, I don't believe that that would be the case. So anybody looking for that voice, if he was the guy that was a stabilizer to things, I don't believe he suddenly cut these guys off and blocked them. No. Right? I 100% uh, would be shocked to hear that there's a rift to where none of these guys have a relationship at all. Um, and clearly, you've got that veteran core that has been there. Mm-hmm. Right? All these other teams, guys are bouncing all over the place. Draymond... Clay and Steph are the constant. And Steph has always been the head of the snake. We talk about the 
Draymond as the emotional leader at times and when yeah. you know the antics can be constructive. We talked with Rick Bucher about that. You know, some of the stuff calculated, not punching guys in the head. No. Right? A bridge too far. But you know, and now are we gonna quibble? It's like, well, you know, if he hadn't landed that punch, like, yeah, if he'd landed it two inches differently, now we're talking about him as Kermit Washington and Rudy Tom Janovich. Right, because he's broken eye socket. We got other problems that yeah. flow out of that. Instead, yeah. your Nurkic is okay. We move on. But for Steve Kerr to say, "Well, this is out of bounds," like, well, you're all together. You, obviously, whatever message you and Steph are trying to to work with him on ain't getting through because the behavior hasn't changed yeah. from getting suspended in the finals years yep. ago all the way through, and now it's happening with such rapid succession. Mm-hmm. Again, you're hoping the guy's okay. You stipulate to that because you never know what anybody's going through. That's one of the great messages that I think we're more in tune with these days. But if it's going to manifest itself in these kind of accidents on the uh, and actions on the court, not accidents, that you know somebody in the room has to at least be a vocal leader or or try to help establish some sort of change to get that out. Yeah, and that comes down to Steph Curry and Steve Kerr, who's always done everything he could at the podium to soft shoe it away as a ah, you know, yeah. Draymond. Well, I think that I think the story here is is what you're saying. I guess it's touching on that is the leader and the head coach and the GM and the owner, right? They should have a direct line of. No contact with Draymond Green, right? Seems to be a collaborative approach, right? It, it should be. Yeah. And if that's the case, if now you're sending him away to to get help to make sure everything's okay, but that conversation should already have been had. This is like you just said. This isn't an isolated event. So obviously he's been doing this for a while. So there should be a level of understanding of. Okay, we may not know on the outside, but on, on the inside, they should know if something's going on. You should know your players, and I, I think that's the other, the other level to this conversation. There's some disconnect there, obviously, or leeway there for all of the core because they've been there. If they've been there as long as they have, you should know if something's wrong with somebody or a player or if they're going through situations just by having conversations with Mm -hmm. them. So, you know what I mean? So like the whole dismissive thing of it, where it's just since the league steps in and says, you need some time off. Well, but that's the other part (laughs) to it though. You know know what I mean? Yeah. So now he goes away and, and what, what establishes that he's okay to come back to basketball. Exactly. Just because he talks what about the, with what are the parameters? A, a therapist or, yeah. or whatever. And, and again, it's it's not a pejorative on that process, but what's going to keep him from having another incident on the court? Like, how do you determine what a, a proper length of time? What are the proper steps uh, yeah. to, to get get past this series of incidents? Like, that's my curiosity. It's like, right. all right, indefinite suspension. Cool. But... Yeah, that's a cute way of saying we don't know what to do yet. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it, really, it really is. That's yeah. all it is. If if they were to say he's he's suspended for the season, there's some finality to that, and that's some something that obviously point, paints a picture for us on the outside. We get an understanding of oh, 
that's a real punishment. He's done for the year. So, okay, now he could, he has that time to get better, to get healthy, to be okay, and we can all root for him in that situation. We don't. Know, we're still left in the dark on what's going on and what that means. And so, obviously, as out, as outsiders of the organization, that's where we would be anyway. I mean, there's things that could be put in place where, like like you said, if if it was a definite time of the suspension, we know. Okay, he's got this amount of time. All right, what are the things that he needs to do? Everything else is public opinion. I mean, everything else is out there put out for the public to know, right? So. Give us that, too. Let us know what that is. And when you talk about Steve Kerr and what he's used to and probably why he's been so lenient towards Draymond's antics, I mean, look look at his tree. Look where he came from. Look who, where he played. He played in Chicago with the Bulls mm-hmm. with a teammate named Dennis Rodman, right? He saw the way Phil Jackson handled that situation. Sure. Phil Jackson had a, a, a way longer lease for Dennis Rodman than he had for anybody else, right? Dennis Rodman was <laughs> doing these same well, similar players, things. different rules, and as long as you're winning, everything's okay. Exactly. And now it's hitting the point where, even in Chicago, the last year when things were still hitting the fan with them, and Dennis Rodman's going to wrestle during the playoffs, <laughs> you know, like NWO, baby. they still won the championship that year. <laughs> right. If you can keep it you know together, I mean? and, but you know the the personnel in the building. And, and so it. long as old 23 was there. And you hear that, though. You know the personnel in the building. Yep. So they should know if he's not, if something's going on with him, sure. they should know that. And that's my that's my whole thing with it. Yeah, organizationally, uh, just in a, in a tough spot, right? Yeah. You've had the dynastic run, and you're seeing the, the, chinks the wheels the come off, yeah. right? And Clay yeah. not the same guy. And then Draymond, look, it's just a, a, a pattern to this point right. that – you're doing dangerous things. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't an agitator trying to draw fouls, trying to draw contact, get under guy's skin. He looks angry. These are physically he <laughs> like looks trying angry. to choke a dude out. My, he looks angry. Yeah, it's it's just a <laughs> totally different thing. Yeah, yeah. He's Kerry Rhodes in for Jason Smith at Kerry 25 Rhodes. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, coming up next, we'll have our play of the night, and then we've got the job that everybody should apply for. Everybody can always have another job but first we go over to steve desager he's got an update the last one for his evening of what's going on in our sporting world any other great stats from uh sure. chargers and absolutely Raiders? yeah i assume the job you're talking about is head coach of the los angeles chargers Ooh, that one i don't think has been posted so i was sorry, talking bro. about another one that is though <laughs> by the same way, idea <laughs> these chargers of brandon staley in 2023 when they're trailing at half or even tied at half winless this year oh and eight how about that yeah people are going to talk Let's pretend. Just just follow me here. <laughs> pretend he only has three years on the job and doesn't get the fourth of his four-year contract next year. Mm-hmm. People will look back at this tenure as Charger coach, and they'll no doubt talk about him going for it on fourth down so much or the two-point sure. conversion tries. I'm not saying that doesn't disturb uh, deserve a discussion, but the disturbing thing is he was defensive coordinator of the number one ranked defense in the NFL, the Rams, in 2020, which is why he got this job. And so for all the changes they made on staff last year, after gagging the 27-0 lead in the playoffs at Jacksonville, he kept himself as defensive play caller for a third year. And here's his three years. First two seasons, bottom five in the NFL in run defense. This year, easily bottom five in pass defense. They can't stop anybody, which is why they continually lose close games. Now you gave us the uh, stat for you know halftime 
Winless. Do, yeah, winless. Do we have any um, audio of any of the halftime speeches? Because clearly <laughs> we want to use those as TED Talks of how not to motivate your team. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> No, he's not out. That, that, is, that is not Brandon Staley. He is clearly not saying I'm out. Uh, Raiders beat the Chargers 63-21 to tonight. The lead was 49-0 early in the third quarter. And this was a battle where each team was 5-8 and eight coming in. But the Chargers have now lost five of their last six games. Raiders had lost three in a row. Remember last Sunday, same place. They lost 3 nothing to Minnesota. And tonight they scored nine touchdowns. Chargers had five turnovers. Devontae Adams in the win. Eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Aiden O'Connell, four TD passes in the first half. Raiders had touchdowns on seven of their first nine drives in this game. So this is a real rarity. You'd have to go back almost 90 years in NFL history for what happened to the Raiders here in the past week. To get shut out in one game and in the very next game score 60 points had not happened since the 1930s when, for example, the uh, Akron Pros got shut out by the Canton Bulldogs, but the very next game they shut out the Oorang Indians. That's what the Raiders have done. Where did the Oorang Indians play? Yeah. I was about to say, excuse me? The, the who? The who was it? That's how deep into NFL history you wow. have to go of the turnaround in a matter of days. And in fact, Antonio Pierce, the interim coach of the Raiders. Play for Oorang. Uh, no, no, he did not. <laughs> nice guess, though. Will not take old head coaches for 400, Alex. He is the only NFL head coach in the Super Bowl era. So we got a 55 years plus NFL history here to, in his career, have a team get shut out and in his career score 63 in a game, his team. Wow. In your entire career, nobody in the Super Bowl era has done that. He's done that in back-to-back games wow. in his first few weeks <laughs> as a head coach in this league. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is a wow. That Vikings wow. running back Alexander Madison with the ankle injury out for Saturday's game at Cincinnati. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud still in concussion protocol. Running back at Green Bay, A.J. Dillon did not practice today. He says he has a broken thumb and Packers wide receiver Christian Watson mispracticed due to a bad hamstring. New Orleans wide receiver Chris Olave mispracticed again with an ankle injury. Kansas City running back Isaiah Pacheco with the shoulder injury did not participate in today's practice. By the way, the Browns signed quarterback Joe Flacco to a deal for this season that includes over $4 million in incentives now, including a $2 million bonus if he gets a Super Bowl victory. Notre Dame running back Audric Estime declared for the NFL draft. Alabama quarterback Jalen Milrow, who gets his degree this weekend, plans to return for his senior season. In the late NBA game, it went to the Clippers, who won six in a row, beat Golden State 121-113. to 113. Paul George was out with a sore hip. James Harden, 28 points, 15 assists. Sacramento beat Oklahoma City, even though Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 43 points and nine assists. Utah and Denver with victory. Chicago with as well. Minnesota's 18 and 5 after winning at Dallas. Boston's 18 and 5 after beating Cleveland. Celtics at home are 12 and 0 so far. Hall of Famer George McGinnis passed away at the age of 73 after cardiac arrest last week. He won two titles in the ABA with the Pacers. College hoops wins for Wisconsin and for number 7 Marquette. This was on FS1 tonight. Marquette was only leading St. Thomas of Minnesota by one with under 3 minutes left. Marquette wins at 84-70 
9. Late night hockey, Seattle 7-1 over Chicago. Tampa Bay a 7-4 winner at Edmonton. And Vancouver at home shut out Florida 4-0. The Dodgers agreed to acquire Tampa Bay right-handed pitcher Tyler Glass now. He will likely sign an extension. Back to you. Thanks so much, Steve. Coming up next, Kerry Rhodes in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. We will uh, go into the history of the Oorang Indians. <laughs> we will also get our play of the day and tell you about the job you should be applying for tonight before you go to bed. We'll do that next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.